Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing well. Excellent. You weren't doing well about eight seconds ago. <laughs> well, I bring my best for the show. There you go. I save, a- I, I save angry, grumpy Cheryl for... The minute we get off. <laughs> for off the air. I'm the luckiest man alive. That's right. That's right. Don't forget it. I shan't. Okay, we're going to start in Disney World with minivan service. Everyone loves to use it. It's super convenient, and Disney knows it, so the price is going up. That's right. Minivan is operated by Lyft, and they have raised their prices. Um, If you're traveling from uh, Orlando International Airport, it is now $155 each way, up from $150. If you are traveling to Port Canaveral, it went up to $249 each way from $240. Wait, from where, though? From... From the airport? Right. Okay. No, 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 no. From uh, the resort. From the resort to the cruise terminal is two, how much? 249. Wow. Yeah. Um, the good news is, however, that they have now extended their hours to to 6 a.m. to 11.59 p.m. All right. So that's that's the good thing. I mean, I guess the polka dots are cute, but you could just call a regular lift and pay like 40% less. Right. So I don't really get it. Um, the other thing I don't get is that if you need some more space and more dining options during the Disney Villains Party, why you would select the Diamond Horseshoe as the After Hours Lounge. That is one of life's great mysteries. It is. So the After Villains event, the After Hours Villains event kicked off last week. Apparently, based on guest feedback, it was determined that they needed another um, lounge area to offer food and beverages. So they are going to be throwing it into, as Cheryl mentioned, uh, the Diamond Horseshoe, which is in Frontierland. Um, there's no uh, no mention as to what themes, uh, treats, or theme treats or beverages will be available, uh, or anything they'll be serving at this. But whatever it is, it will be sure to have a villainy twist. Okay. Um, the registration for Run Disney has now gone live online. That is true. Um, the Club Run Disney. Uh, membership year will run from October 1st through September 30th. Um, and you can go to Club Run Disney and purchase your platinum, gold, or silver membership. Uh, the prices that are on there do not include a 6.6% platform service fee. So if you're paying $749 for your platinum membership, you've got to pay an additional uh, 6% on top of that, which will bring your cost to $798. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What? I mean, like, just roll that in. What platform service fee? I mean, it's one thing if there's, like, tax. Right. But, you know, people expect that maybe there's tax on top of things. But a platform service fee, um, you can roll that in and just eat it, Disney. Right. So if you're interested in that, you can go to registration.rundisney.com. And uh, make sure you've got your extra, I don't $50. know. $50. Yeah, for your platform fee. Um, the Regal Eagle opening soon sign has now been revealed in Epcot. So they haven't actually opened, but they have said they're going to open. So I guess we're supposed to be excited. That's right. It looks closer and closer to opening every day. Apparently guests keep showing up around lunchtime every morning <laughs> at Epcot. They're hopeful that it will open up. And you know how they're, uh, they get to Epcot sometimes? They dance? They go by monorail. Oh. Okay. And... Uh, it has been announced, so so we have known for a while that Disney needs a new monorail. Uh, and there's been some rumor that p- perhaps they have purchased one. Um, 
but it was just announced that Bombardier, who is the maker of the Mark VI monorails, is in talks to sell off their rail division. Uh, the rail division makes subway cars, trains, and monorails. And um, yeah, they're restructuring the company and they've decided that they want to get out of the uh, rail business as well as the airplane business. So uh, it looks like they are going to sell to a company named Alstom. Um, and uh, that, you know, it, it may put the future of the monorails uh, in jeopardy. I hope not. Maybe Alstom is going to be on top of it and service yeah. Disney just fine. We'll soon see. We will. In Epcot, the Guardian's Awesome Mix Live Dance Party is returning. Oh, thank God. I know. I was really missing it. You know, if I don't get to dance uh, at the America Gardens Theater over the summer, I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, you don't have to worry about that because it's coming back. That's right. The show will run this summer again. Uh, there are no dates listed, uh, but last year it ran from June through August at the American Garden the- Gardens Theater. And uh, yeah, Star-Lord and Gamora and crew are coming back. Cool. Um, Epcot has reduced, or they are reducing some hours at some attractions beginning February 23rd. That's right. So if you're going in for either extra, so let's go to the short list first. If you're attending extra magic hours, uh, the following options will no longer be available. Uh, The American Adventure, which is in the uh, American Pavilion. Awesome Planet, which is the new film that just debuted last month in the Land Pavilion. And Canada Far and Wide, which is the new film which debuted in the Canada Pavilion in January. So those will not be available for extra magic hours. Um, And then the following attractions on a daily basis are now going to be closing early. Um, Unless otherwise noted, uh, their closing time will be 8 p.m., which is one hour prior to park closing. All Kidcot locations, The American Adventure, the last show will actually be at 8.15. Awesome Planet, Beauty and the Beast Sing-Along will have its last show at 6 p.m. Canada Far and Wide. Impressions de France will operate from 6 to 8, I'm sorry, 6.30 to 8 p.m. Reflections of China will have its last show at 8.10. So some of these new films, uh, which debuted last month, uh, are are getting the short end of the uh, stick here. Well, then we can't be doing that amazingly then. Right. Um, So what are you going to do for the last hour in Epcot when you can't do any of those attractions? Good attractions. Okay. I mean, you know, I don't That's think right. anyone's all that upset that they can't do the American Adventure. It's straight over to the Pixar and Disney Short Film Festival for me. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You could just go get in line for Test Track again or something. Okay. Uh, Mickey- Which, did you hear the rumor? No. Test Track is losing. The, well, their sponsorship is expiring. Okay. Um, rumor has it. So there's two big rumors that are going around uh, the past day or two. The first one is that the animation courtyard, including the Pixar area, is going to get a Pixar overlay. All right. And the second rumor is that after the sponsorship for Test Track ends, it is going to be to get, be getting a Cars overlay. <gasps> that would be so awesome. It wouldn't be as awesome as as uh, Radiator Springs. Uh, you don't. I would be different, which is all, which different. is also kind of cool that you know they would do a different version of it. Right. Yeah, that'd be neat. Okay. And we don't, we don't like to discuss rumor here, but sometimes we do. We got nothing else to discuss. We may as well. That's true. Okay. Um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway is expected to be very popular, and I agree. It probably is going to be very popular. And so in um, to handle some of the crowds who are going to be waiting in these lines and might have to pee, mm-hmm. uh, rumor has it, again, that um, they're going to be offering those bathroom passes like they have um, in Galaxy's Edge so that you can hop out of line to go use the bathroom. And that's not a rumor. 
This is from Disney. It's from the Disney page or it's, it's from It's Disney has announced okay. and um it's not Star Galaxy's Edge that has the pass. It's uh Rise of uh, Avatar has it in Pandora. Oh, they didn't have it in they don't Galaxy's have it. Edge anymore. Galaxy's Edge. Oh, okay. So I wish they called it a PP pass, but <laughs> it is actually called the Q reentry pass. Uh, if you have to go to the nearest restroom, which in this case is at the Hyperion Theater where the Frozen sing-along takes place, uh, you can leave the line and then uh, rejoin your party after relieving yourself. So they are uh, – so what does that tell you? That just tells you that they are expecting, expecting long lines. lines. Yeah. Not for us. No. Nope. We have a fast pass. Yay. Yay. Um, this is exciting. In Disney Springs, the Joffrey's location there has what what is called a ripple station. And if you've ever heard of this, um, I've seen it uh, from other some other uh, private uh, coffee companies. It is um, a machine that prints artwork on your latte. It prints it in like coffee foam, which is kind of cool. But like. I like watching baristas who actually do the foam art. Yeah, but I mean, the the ones who do the foam art, it's cool, but it takes a long time. It does. And it's not nearly as detailed as like this Mickey Mouse that they're they're illustrating here. That's right. So this Joffrey's is in Disney Springs right across from the boathouse. Um, like Cheryl says, they do uh, – they print on your latte, which is uh, kind of cool. And they also have other specialty drinks there. Joffrey's is known for their coffee and tea. But they also do things like a lion's latte, which is based on the Lion King, which is espresso with white chocolate and coconut and is available hot or iced. Um, they also have a Roundup latte, which is made with cookie butter, dulce de leche, topped with whipped cream, animal crackers, and sprinkles. And that is also hot or cold. Sounds like dessert. Right? They also offer nitro brew. They offer their own packaged coffees and uh, some sweet treats if you have a sweet tooth. So Joffrey's is not just for coffee. All right. Thank you. Advertisement ends now. I was going to say they should become a sponsor. <laughs> you know what else is a pretty cool machine? that? So this isn't owned by Disney. I don't I don't know if this is a proprietary Joffrey's type of thing. It's not a Joffrey's thing because, like I said, I've seen other, like, coffee houses, more like smaller independent coffee houses, usually at travel destinations, mm-hmm. that, um, that they do this. Right. But – I don't know. It's not Starbucks. Right. A, a, a number of years ago, Disney actually uh, acquired the the rights to a machine that created clouds. If you oh. remember, they did the, the shaped clouds, uh, which never really went anywhere. I think they Super. used it for it a couple cool. of things. It would be cool if they would do that more often right? so that I could see Mickey Mouse in my clouds when I'm in Disney World. There you go. Um, in Disneyland, uh, Ian and Barley, who are the elves from Onward – are going to be doing meet and greets for guests in Disney's California Adventure. Um, it's officially starting March 6th, but I think there's a little preview on the 5th. That is. Um, so the Lightfoot Brothers uh, will debut in the Pixar After Hours event, uh, which is a Disneyland After Dark Pixar night on March 5th. And then the following day, they will start uh, regular park hour visits to Pixar Pier, where they, they, well, where they will be meeting guests. Uh, over in Hong Kong, uh, eventually when Hong Kong reopens, um, Ian and Barley will greet guests and take part in the Pixar Water Play Street Party, which is returning again this summer. Maybe, if it's if open. If the park ever opens. All right. And you want a Water Play Street Party to wash away the coronavirus. That's right. You know where else you can wash away your coronavirus? Where's that? In the Grizzly River Run, which has been reopened after its uh, yearly refurb. That was a very nice segue. Thanks. 
Is that that's it for the that's story? The, huh? I mean, there's really not much else. What to more say. would you like to say? I know nothing. And then, um, annual pass holders at Disneyland are getting after hours access to Soarin' Over California. They are, and it's only on certain uh, nights. So it's March 11th, March 8th, and March. I'm sorry, March 11th, 18th, and 25th. In order to take advantage of the extra uh, hour, you must be in the park prior to closing with your valid uh, AP. Um, Soarin' Over California is only in California Adventure as part of the California Food and Wine Festival, which takes place from February 28th through April 21st. And then they'll bring back the new Soarin' for a month until they can find some other reason to bring back the old Soarin' Over California because everyone likes it better. Do you like it better? Yes. Do you? I think everyone likes it better. I think there's more of a cohesive story. Right. Like, I get the fact that you're going around the globe in the new one. But, like, you can't actually... I don't know, travel from those distances. It's, yeah, it's, it's kind of cut. You're jumping from one place to yeah, another. Yeah, like you're continent hopping. Yeah, it feels smoother and, yeah, like you're actually maybe able to travel from one of these places to the next in those couple of seconds. All right. Okay. Um, oh, Disney Cruise Line. They are partnering with the Eleuthera Chamber of Com- Commerce to help promote Bohemian business. Bohemian or Bahamian? Did I say Bohemian? I think you said Bohem- Bo- Bohemian. Bohemian. hippies. No, Bohemian. I want Bohemian. I want Bohemian. Bohemian business. Yes, Bohemian business. That's right. They have committed over uh, $1 million over three years to help small and startup businesses in projects in central and southern Eleuthera. Do you know what happens to be going in southern Eleuthera? Disney's new private island? Lighthouse Point, which technically isn't an island. I it's know. just yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of the, it's the southern end of the island. Um, but they're very excited about this and uh, can't wait for that island to, to open. Okay. In other park news, uh, Holy Land is laying off all of their entertainment workers. That cannot be a good thing for the future of Holy Land. No, we did announce it a few, I don't know, last month, maybe in January, that Holy Land was ending all of its stage shows. Um, And now they have announced that they are laying off all of their uh, stage employees as well as entertainment employees who support the stage shows. They are shutting down most of their departments um, they are eliminating 43 actors and musicians, 17 guest service associates, technicians, retail employees, and food service workers. Um, the parent company of Trinity Broadcasting and representatives at Holy Land say that they are uh, reevaluating the property, uh, which has been around for 19 years, um, and they will be shutting down most of their departments. However, their main education attractions and museums uh, museum will continue to operate. Uh, this includes a scale model of ancient Jerusalem and the city of David and an exhibit of biblical artifacts called the Scriptorium. Um, Live Church Orlando will continue to use Holy Land's 2,000-seat Church of All Nations auditorium on their property. The, the big news here is that because they are continuing to display the biblical artifacts, Holy Land continues to get a tax break that lets them not pay property taxes uh, the deal with the city of Orlando was that as long as they kept the museum, as long as they displayed biblical artifacts and offered free admission one day a year, they would not have to pay taxes. Over the 19 years, they have saved more than $3 million. Um, if you're interested in visiting Holy Land or what's left of it, uh, you can buy a ticket for $50, but they will no longer be offering annual passes or group rates. Disappointing. Right. The market value on that property, by the way, if you're interested in buying it, is $20.2 million. Ooh. I don't know how long it's going to last then if, you can, if they can get somebody to buy it for that price. Right. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, in movie news, a reboot of Planet of the Apes is being discussed by Disney. Uh, they acquired that 
recently? They did. As part of the 20th Century Fox purchase, uh, the Planet of the Apes franchise is included in that. And Disney has started talking um, about redoing the se- re- rebooting the series um, with a couple of the people who made the Maze Runner uh, series of films. And uh, a lot of fans are upset because the last Planet of the Apes movie, the last trilogy ended in 2017. Um, it got pretty decent reviews, was a decent series, and people think that it's too soon to reboot uh, the series. Yeah. What do you think about it? I'm not a huge Planet of the Apes fan, so enough already. Okay. Yeah. See, so if you're a child of the 70s like me, then you were a big Planet of the Apes fan. I think maybe being a boy might have helped that too. Okay. Maybe. Okay. All right. Well, that's all the news for today. So until tomorrow, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.